Dear patient, hello. My name is Dr. John Keenan Fanning, and I'm here to talk to you about opioid use disorder. Specifically, this episode is directed towards people who are using opioids in dangerous or illegal ways, but are not quite ready to stop using. Whether you are ready to stop or not, my goal is to give you the information to make you your best and safest self. The first step towards being safe is knowing what to do if you see an overdose. Please listen to my episode on this if you have no idea. But further, I encourage you to ask questions. Go get more education and maybe learn first aid. That's a great place to start. In short, if you see an overdose, make sure you are safe. Call for help. Give naloxone. Apply first aid if you are able. And roll the person on their side. Now let's talk about preventing overdoses. Here I will talk about five things. One, never use alone. Two, have an naloxone kit nearby. Three, always take a test dose. Four, consider the DOORS app. And five, get your drugs tested. Here, when I talk about opioid overdoses, I want to stress that the most important thing is to hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. The first thing to do to prepare for an overdose is to never use alone. Even if you are being as safe as possible, you can still overdose and having someone there who knows what to do can save your life. In addition to being there, they should be able to act if you overdose. This means that they are not a second person who is using the same supplies as you. What if you both were to overdose? If you are struggling to find someone to help monitor you while you are using, I will mention here that many cities have safe injection sites for people who are using drugs illegally. This may provide an avenue to help find someone to help monitor you while you are using drugs. I think it's worth mentioning here that along with never using alone, there is an app called the DOORS app, D-O-R-S. Every few minutes, this app will ask if you are okay. If you have overdosed and cannot respond, then emergency services will be sent to you. While this is new and exciting, I would ask how long it will take for the app to recognize that you are not okay. And then, how long will it take for EMS to arrive? This time could be too long. So if you are going to use these substances, I highly encourage you using where someone can watch over you. With that said, backups are wonderful, so why not use both? The second thing in preparing for an overdose is to have an naloxone kit nearby. These kits, at least where I've worked, are free and readily available from many emergency departments and pharmacies. All you need to do is ask for one. Regardless, this is a life-saving medication, and I highly suggest you keep this medication nearby if you are using opioids. Next, I want to mention taking a test dose. Be sure to take a small dose of what you are taking first so you can try to gauge how strong it is. This is not a perfect system, but it is better than taking a large dose all at once and risking an overdose. Hand in hand with taking that test dose to try and determine what you are taking is knowing what you are taking. If you are buying drugs on the streets, you may be surprised that what you are taking is not what you think it is. To get around this, you can get your drugs tested for free there are a couple companies, one called Get Your Drugs Tested, and if you mail them a small amount of any drug, they will test it for you and tell you what you were taking. Again, this service is free. 
you can find them on their website, getyourdrugstested.com. Another service is substance.uvic.ca. Well, I am quite confident and extremely hopeful that you have heard most of these things before. This section is here to remind you how you can try and be safer by planning for that possibility of an overdose. But safety is about more than just overdoses. Next, I want to talk about a few ways you can be safe depending on how you use. First up is protecting yourself from infections. These can be life-threatening and the best treatment is preventing them. If you inject drugs, remember that you need to use a clean needle every single time. Never share needles and never reuse a needle. Also remember that you need to clean the skin where you inject. An alcohol swab over the area you're going to inject in works wonders. Finally, under infections, I'm going to mention that some infections, specifically hepatitis C, can also be transferred if you share smoking supplies. I highly encourage that if you are going to use these substances, you should use your own clean supplies. If you find yourself struggling to find clean supplies, such as new needles or alcohol swabs, just remember that many cities have safe injection sites, and many of these sites offer free clean supplies if you ask for them. Now that I have mentioned infections, I want to talk about the well-known fact that what you do while you are high can be quite risky. Some examples are things like driving or operating power tools. If you are not in the right mind, anything that could cause you or others serious harm should be avoided. Unfortunately, I do not have the time in this episode to address all the risky behaviors that have been associated with opioid use disorder. However, I think it's important to note that you should try to be as safe as possible while doing these things. Some of these things include, how are you making money to obtain the opioids you are taking? If you think you are at risk of hurting yourself while at work or are doing something that might put you at risk and you think medical help may be necessary, please come speak to us, your healthcare team, and we will try to help. The final step forward is to educate yourself and ask for help when you are ready. Listening to this podcast is a great first step on your journey, but you need to remember that the medical team is here for you. Talk to your doctor, your nurse, or other healthcare provider. Be honest with us, as we need to know what's going on to help you. I can assure you that we want to help, even if you want to talk about things that are not related to any ongoing opioid use disorder. As I have mentioned before, addressing previous trauma or asking for help with certain things like substance use disorder can be very hard to do. And sometimes people don't feel comfortable talking with healthcare providers. Please find someone you trust, whoever that is, and talk with them if that's the first step that's needed. If you ever find yourself ready, we are here to talk with you. And remember that we are here to help and you are not alone.